The Women Like You podcast would like to acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional owners of the land we walk on. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. first two rants yeah what you're eating a day tiktok rant agreed the you know the fillers the 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 butt butt machine machine. agree rant away this one actually makes me really sad it's women like you the podcast for women who hate working out but know they should i'm sarah i'm a gp and i work in fertility and women's health And I'm Gab, I'm an audio producer and journalist, and damn, there have been some stupid wellness trends that have really (laughs) pissed me off lately. I need to talk about them because I need to get them off my chest. Ranty Gab, (laughs) ranty Gab. But before we get into that, can we ask you a huge favour? We would love you to share the podcast on your Instagram stories to help spread the word. As you know, we are an independent podcast. We do this all on our own in our spare time outside of our full-time jobs. So every little bit of support really does help and it makes a big difference. It's really super easy to do. Just take a screenshot of the podcast on whichever app you listen to us on and share it to your stories. We would be forever grateful. Yes. Uh, Before I get ranty um, Mm. on some of the things that I've seen lately that just have really shat me to tears. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Tell us what you really think, Gab. (laughs) It's going to be one of those episodes. Um, You know, like a little bit of real talk here, though. This week has been a bit of a bonfire for you and I. Oh, Lordy. What's happened to you, Sarah? Uh, So I did the sensible thing that I encourage everyone to do, which is that I made an appointment with my dermatologist for a routine skin check. Well, somewhat routine. There was a little, little red spot on my forehead that I had been aware of for a little while. It was kind of nothing, nothing particularly dramatic, nothing a bit of foundation wouldn't cover up. So it's not something that I think anybody else was particularly aware of. But yeah popped in to see my dermatologist this week and it turns out that I have a skin cancer up there. Um, It is a non-melanoma skin cancer, so that's certainly some good news. Mm. But whilst we're waiting for the biopsy results to come back, she's pretty certain that it's something called an SCC, which is a squamous cell carcinoma. So definitely a sun-related cancer. I basically live way too far away from where my ancestors come from. Mm. And despite being a very, look, I've always been really, you know, absolutely cautious with wearing hats when I'm out exercising, whacking on the SPF. But I think it's uh, certainly, it's a good reminder. If you haven't had a skin check done recently, please book it in. It doesn't take terribly long. Little things like this can be picked up and subsequently treated. But yeah, I've been walking around. Uh, I've been walking around since then with a giant, uh, a giant dressing on the front of my head. Oh. Very, very, very subtle. I, um, <laughs> I loved that her glorious nurse. Gosh, they were such a good team. But her, her beautiful nurse was like, "I'll pop some skin-coloured tape oh. over the top of it so that it's uh, so it's not terribly noticeable." Um, you've seen I love me, you, in the but la- it's a giant. <laughs> you've seen me in the last two days. It's. Uh, <laughs> You know, it looks. It, She's done a great job with the skin coloured tape. However, uh, yes. you have you have a, like a it's a, a massive <laughs> dressing on my head. 
<laughs> so it's, uh, you know, it's been a bit sore. I'm probably a little bit stressed about it, as anyone would be in uh, in the in the in my shoes at the moment. Mm. Look, it's not it's not the end of the world. One thing that I <laughs> that did give me also a little giggle, apart from the skin coloured tape that would make it seemingly invisible, <laughs> um, was that my uh, my dermatologist said so. You know, two days after the biopsy, no running, no yoga, and I was like. Oh, All right, no. sister. I can do that. I can. Do- <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm not always looking for excuses not to exercise, but this week, which has been a particularly stressful week, and not just the, not just the, not just the skin cancer, but a, you know, a sick, sick doggy. It's been a. It's, it's been, been a week. It's been a big week, and and I'm. I'm not going to lie to you. I have not been getting my 22 minutes day in, day out. But we got one very important task done and uh, and definitely if you're in Sydney and you need a good dermatologist DM me in our uh, women like you Instagram and I can share the details of a fantastic dermatology clinic with you uh, but yes head whole happening <laughs> and yeah also sore head so yeah not you know as soon as as soon as the derm said uh, hey you to just take a break from exercise for a couple of days so the the exercise sloth dna kicked in and you were That's like right. the doctor's orders i got to do doctor's it doctor's orders <laughs> <laughs> well, well, i was already yeah. i think panicking a little bit after the uh, after the the skin cancer talk and then yeah. i was like all right I'll take this as an opportunity to rest yes i need to lie down thank you very much yeah well i'm in the same boat um i uh wanted to be really good the other day and combine a task that I needed to do with some exercise. And so Fantastic. My, I needed I needed another loaf of wholemeal sourdough bread uh, from my favorite bakery. And uh, on my lunch break, I went for a run to the bakery. It was, you know, about 3K there and back. Nice. Uh, you know, it was great run, wasn't too hot, you know, nice breeze. You know, I put some music on and went for a run, got my bread, ran home with the bread, like holding it like a rugby ball, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and felt like uh, a complete idiot uh, running through the streets of Marrickville, um, pretending like I was on a rugby field, like fending off attackers. <laughs> I, can just see, I can just see you like loaf of bread under one arm, the other arm just like palm pushing out. people away, palming them out of your way. It was so good. It was a really lovely, cute little role play. I mean, I would have looked insane, but I was enjoying it. It was a way to kind of take my mind off the fact that I was running. Um, and, you know, it was great. Got home, enjoyed some delightful avocado and toast for lunch. Yum. The next day uh, I woke up. As soon as I started to walk, I have this like excruciating pain on the inside of my foot. I believe it's the muscle that anyone who's got an um, uh, who what's the, what's it called when you like step inwards? Ah, in, uh, yeah, a uh, you roll in pronation. Yes, yes. Anyone who's got that, which I do, I've got flat feet and I roll in. Um, it's it's the muscle on the inside. I'm assuming it's to do with that because one of them is. The foot that it's the foot where the pain is is slightly more swollen. Actually, I can I can see it than the other one. Clearly, I need to go to a physio and uh, you know have a bit of a chat and, and maybe maybe a um what's a foot doctor called again? Yeah, a podiatrist. That's that one. Podiatrist. Probably a podiatrist. Have, as well. a, have a have an assessment of your running gait. Oh, running gait sounds anyway. So mm. naturally, um, yeah. Just obviously shouldn't be doing anything for a little bit. Well, certainly not running. I can do other forms of exercise. Um, but I guess, you know, I just wanted to use this moment with your sore head and my bung foot as an opportunity to remind you listening to the Women Like You podcast that, you know, full disclosure here, even though 
we talk about how we've managed to create a consistent exercise habit for the first time in our lives and we've stuck to it for the last few years and we're feeling very good about that and we we give you tips and ideas of things that have worked for us all the time. Sometimes when you listen to people who are like, you know, newly converted to something, <laughs> they, can, they can come across <laughs> as like, you know, like weirdly, um, annoyingly kind of um, zealous about mm. it. And I just, I just, this is just a reminder to you that even though we have turned a corner in our fitness lives, um, shit like this still happens. And, and yeah, that we still go through periods where we absolutely don't exercise because, yeah, life, injury, um, you know, motivation, everything, everything that happens. So, you know, it's just a reminder, don't beat yourself up if you're listening to us and going, oh, you know, these two are just exercising all the time. I mean, I'm sure you're not. I don't, I don't think we come across as that type of <laughs> I don't fitness. Know that that's, I don't know that that's the opinion that our listeners necessarily have <laughs> oh, well, that's what I, I, I just hope not because, yeah. Every second episode is, clo- you know, every second episode is like, don't be too hard on yourself if you haven't got enough done this week. Because so. we've done nothing. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I just wanted that. Just a little reminder before I get angry and ranty. Be kind to yourself. Exactly. Can I get ranty now? Oh, do it. Okay. So there's do three. It. <laughs> there's three things that I've seen, in uh, you know, in the last few weeks in particular that have really shat me off. <laughs> mainly on you know the the social the social networks. The first the first thing is I don't know if you've seen this. I mean it's been around for a few years. So you probably have, but the what I eat in a day TikTok slash Insta oh, reel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like basically a social media video, usually on yeah. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Basically, a person describes what they eat in a day, or they show what they eat in a day yeah. in a quick, snappy video, meals and snacks. Usually, it's a part of their weight loss or their eating healthy diet. Mm. Mm. Fun, yeah, fun. Often see, seeing a lot of celebs do this recently. Yeah, and I guess like it's all targeted at showing you what it takes to look like this is effectively how I see it. And the most ridiculous thing about a lot of these videos is it's so unrealistic what people are eating in a day. You know, a teaspoon of oats with some yogurt and three berries, a thimble of protein and a really convoluted salad with a thousand different ingredients for lunch mm. that all cost an arm and a leg. But you only, need like, yeah, <laughs> you only need like a quarter of a teaspoon, you know, four activated almonds for a snack, yes. some salmon and three beans for dinner. Like it's... It's all like lovely and wonderful, but doesn't have any basis in reality for women who are busy, who are tired, who are feeding other humans before feeding themselves. And also, you know, who don't have the resources to buy some of these insanely expensive ingredients. I remember some time ago, it'd be a few years ago now that, uh, that the model Miranda Kerr did one of these, like, this is my shake that I make each morning. And, you know, it was a spoonful of, I don't know, West Indian macaroon and yes, three tablespoons of organic flax seeds. And yeah. basically, if you actually bought the ingredients to make said shake, it would have like, it, it would have cost like, like 300 bucks yeah. of ingredients. <laughs> For one and shake. it probably tasted like balls. Yeah. But it was just, it, it was, it was just so out of touch yes. with what actual everyday ordinary beautiful women are kind of expected to 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 live up to it's just not it it, it just would not work in in the real world unless exactly. you have 
a personal dietitian and yes. maybe a, a chef at home that cooks your meals for you. And a lot of money. And a truckload of cash. <laughs> but that's the thing. I think what's pr- probably so pervasive then about this what I eat in a day trend is that it is more like when you look at like, you know, yeah, the, the supermodels of the world, you know, at least most of us can go, well, I can't compare myself to that because this person is literally earning a gazillion bucks and their whole. She's genetically blessed genetically, in every which yeah, way. Genetically blessed and also their whole life um, revolves around how they look, which is not true for the rest of us. However, yeah, this what's pervasive about this what I eat in a day thing is that it's actually more targeted, I think, at everyday people, everyday women in particular. Yep. And so it makes you feel really shit subconsciously watching all this stuff going, well, I mean, if I ate that in a day, I would be starving and I'd probably murder someone. What I also hate about this is that it's completely unfair and dishonest because these types of yep. videos don't actually give any context. They don't tell you the full story of whoever is making them. Things like how much money this person has to buy all of this shit or how much is actually gifted to this person because they're an influencer and they get a bunch of stuff for free. And so all you see is the final product, which is a quick 15 to 30 second video, uh, you know, showing these very precise meals that are usually quite small, um, probably not meeting what would be um, a recommended daily intake anyway um and perfectly made up of, lit perfectly plated perfectly gorgeous perfect, yeah amazing you know amazing and, crockery but yeah. it, but it's not telling you that actually that person earns a shit ton more money than you has a team of people working around the clock mm. to help them put their life together um doesn't and- have to lug that lunch in their backpack <laughs> on the train each day to get to work and chuck it in the back of the staff or doesn't have to just like you know whilst trying to spoon feed a child who doesn't want to eat something is then trying to hoof something into their mouth at the same time <laughs> like it's is not showing any of that stuff but all you see is this final very beautiful product and subconsciously feel like you're constantly failing and i think that's why these videos make me very mad so we're not about to see a what Gab eats in a day TikTok. <laughs> you will as a joke, and it will it will start off good, and then it will end in just chaos. That my <laughs> my eating might end in you know three glasses of wine and a, a tub I, of ice cream. <laughs> I, I hope very much it includes a piece of that wholemeal sourdough with that <laughs> avocado on it. <laughs> it does. It'll start. I mean, off you looking injured good. yourself to get it, so <laughs> it'll start off like that. Though, and it'll just descend into. What normal people do yeah. when they eat. Okay, number two. Um, I This is something that's only been quite a, um, a recent discovery for me. Um, is people who post glamorous photos of themselves, but they don't disclose that they use any fillers or insanely expensive beauty services mm. to look the way that mm. they do. So, again, yeah. all you see is this final, very beautiful, very curated product. Um, and, and and you look at this person, you go, wow, they're, like, really winning at life. They don't have any bags under their eyes. Yeah, I didn't the, know that they're there was the same a fi- They're yeah. the same age as me, but where are their crow's feet? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that there was a – you could get fillers under your eyes to get rid of the black circles that normal people have. Hmm. Until- I did not I did not know that. <laughs> I mean, I knew that you could get, you know, Botox or whatever fillers yeah. in your forehead. Lip fillers. Lip See fillers, plenty of that definitely. about. You know, we talked about the chicken fillets in the in the bum um, a, a, a while ago when we were yeah, like jo- to- looking, looking at a fitness video where, <laughs> again, the final product was this really fit, toned um, lady, but what they didn't show you was that, like, her bum wasn't real, that she actually... She's wearing a false ass, essentially. 
Exactly. Anyway. And not just as padding for roller skating. (laughs) No, no, legitimately to make you think that if you do this exercise program, you'll get an ass that is false. Um, Look, yeah, I I, I had no idea that, that these sorts of treatments existed. And, you know, full disclosure, I have no issue with people using fillers or surgery, you know, you do you, whatever. Absolutely. Go for it. It's uh, it's your body. If you've got the if you've got the money and the desire to have bits, you know, filled, lifted, injected, tucked. whatever the case may be, tucked, uh, you know, little little tuck wouldn't go astray. But just just be open. Be a little bit honest about it because when it comes off as this is just the way that God intended you to look, mm. it can, yeah, it can be a real sucker punch to your own self-esteem. Yes, it makes other women feel really bad. Um, you know, I think that's the biggest thing is is full disclosure, you know, is because like, yeah, when you, when you see these images all the time, um, you're not, again, you're not getting the context, you're not being given the full story. And so you're subconsciously comparing yourself and again, feeling like you're coming up short. There was actually a a recent post that I saw of a swimwear model, swimwear model sort of influencer kind of person. She posted a while back now, but she posted herself in a salon of some sort um, and she was getting this like butt treatment. So Mm -hmm. there was somebody in the room with her with a handheld device, sort of like a Theragun type device. And this device was just smashing into the skin of her, <laughs> yes, of her butt over and over. Um, apparently, it's supposed to. I, I did a bit of research because I was like, "What the hell is this? <laughs> what even is this?" <laughs> yeah, it's it's supposed to get rid of cellulite, apparently, and and move the fat around to parts of the body where you would actually want it to be. <laughs> what like is that even a thing? <laughs> but I looked into it. It's stupidly expensive, and it's not at all hmm. something that most women have access to. But what I appreciated about that was this woman is absolutely stunning, genetically gifted, you know, but it, it but she was saying this is what it this even me, this is stuff that I do, you know, for me and for my job. Yeah, um, exactly. and I just want to be it's, honest about that. For her it's it's a it's a workplace expense. Yes. I I play I I pay medical indemnity each year. You have, you know, amazing home office equipment because you've been working from home. She has a machine that pummels her butt, <laughs> but it's essentially, it's it's a workplace cost for her. It's probably tax deductible for her. Um, <laughs> exactly, exactly, which it wouldn't be for us. <laughs> no, no. But what I appreciated about that was, yeah, um, that, that honesty and saying, like, this is what it takes hmm. for me to look like this. So, you know, don't compare. Don't, it, you're not comparing apples and apples or pears and pears, really. No. Um, and I guess that's the <laughs> biggest takeaway is, you know, when people are honest, it, it at least makes you go, okay, cool. Like, I don't either, – either you go, oh, yeah, I might want to do some of those things too. Yep. Or you go, that's n- not available to me and I'm not interested. Or you might just go, well, yeah, I don't have the money for that, but at least I now know that I don't have to feel shit about myself because yeah. it's not my fault. <laughs> and and I don't have any issue with, you know, women wanting to, you know, Im- improve their aesthetics. I mean, we – I, I – dye my hair. I wear makeup. Like mm. I do things to visibly change the way that I look because it makes me feel better. So I have no issues with people doing whatever it is that they are comfortable with. Mm. But just yeah, a little bit of a little bit of open disclosure. Mm. A little bit of a little bit of uh honesty just doesn't make us feel 
so crap. So crap. I th- especially for things like, yeah, really expensive treatments that are just mm. not accessible to everybody. Um, the third thing that has really shat me off in recent weeks was actually sent to me by my beautiful sister-in-law, Elle. Thank you, Elle, for this one. It is a meal replacement shake for breastfeeding mums to lose the postpartum belly. (laughs) Oh, no. Yep. So Elle sent this to me. Uh, She has just had a second baby. Huzzah. I I have a new baby nephew. He's adorable. (laughs) Anyway, so this this, uh, meal replacement shake for breastfeeding mums was clearly targeted at Elle because uh, she's possibly searching for certain things and now she's being served up this type of advertising thank you algorithm yep uh she literally sent it to me and said lose weight while you're already supporting an entire other life (laughs) (laughs) 100 percent 100 i read through it Uh, you will love it i'm I'm sure it's something that you recommend for your um for your mums uh that you see (laughs) day to day Mm -hmm. it's supposed to you know replace nutrients and all that kind of bullshit but for me, what did it for me was the hashtags that they used to um, oh, to, to sell the product. Drop them on me. <laughs> to try and, you know, gain some traction. Hashtags, breastfeeding weight loss journey. Because right. that's a thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hashtag slimming mummy. Right, right, right. No mm-hmm. comment. Hashtag mum diet. As opposed to any other diet. It has to be mum diet, though. Hashtag losing the baby weight and my personal favourite, hashtag postpartum belly be gone. Be gone. (laughs) Be gone with you actual body that just carried an evolving life inside of it for the last nine months and then miraculously gave birth to another living human. Postpartum belly be gone. Be gone. This glorious function of human biology that allowed you to create life, the home for your unborn child for nine months, is now completely redundant and disgusting and you should get rid of it. (laughs) You may have the ability to create new life, but if your bits wobble, get out. Get out. Uh, I, look, that that one actually, I I, I, en- I enjoyed your first two rants. Yeah, <laughs> what you eat in a day, TikTok rant. Agreed. The fillers. you know the fillers, the the, the butt, butt machine. machine. <laughs> I agree. Rant away. This one actually makes me really sad because I think if we also if if we if we think in the context of how many women also suffer with perinatal and postnatal depression and anxiety who are already struggling with the idea that their body has changed enormously. A lot of women have had traumatic birth experiences. The very last thing that we should be encouraging women to do is worry about whether their bits wobble after they've given birth to a baby. We should be supporting them in every possible way. And it's so important that if you are someone who is able to breastfeed following the birth of your child, which not all women can do, but if you are a woman that can breastfeed after the birth of your child, you know, you need beautiful nutrition for yourself. You need you need excellent nutrition for your baby. You need also breastfeeding is an enormous calorie driven process. Like most women, not that this is not that this is why women breastfeed, 
But a lot of women will find it actually very difficult to keep up their nutritional intake during breastfeeding because you are you are a food machine at that mm. point in time. So I agree. I think a lot of women do need some really good support to make sure that they are meeting their nutritional requirements in the postpartum time. But it should not be focused. <laughs> it should be on, a meal replacement. It shake. should not be focused on postpartum belly be gone. Oh, <laughs> this is like I actually think this sort of shit needs to be reported because it's harmful. It's so dangerous. It's harmful. It's dangerous and it and it's heartbreaking because mm. oh, that's just simply the last thing that glorious women who have just given birth need to worry about how their immediate postpartum belly looks. Right. And, like, what this says to mums is that you're hideous, you're huge, and even though you're exhausted and feel like shit and keeping a whole other human alive, what you really need to be focusing on is the way you look because that's your entire worth, you know. That's basically what shit like this says. Postpartum belly be gone. <laughs> I cannot believe it. I actually, I just, I just simply can't believe it. Me neither. <sighs> and I guess, you know, the biggest thing, the biggest, you know, takeaway from some of this shit that we see and that we're fed all the time, these are just some examples of, you know, all the insane shit that's thrown at us on, you know, media platforms of all different kinds. The The biggest takeaway is um, that most of it's bullshit, mm-hmm. that most of it's uh, aimed at making you feel bad enough about yourself that you'll actually buy a product of some sort yeah. or buy into a, a trend or a craze or a diet. And I'm guilty of it, you know, that like even – when I think, oh, God, like I really need to lose weight fast. Maybe I should go on some meal replacement, um, you know, take, do some meal replacement shakes for a while or something like that. I, I even have those kind of like late night moments of delusion where I th- think about all these things that I could simply do to, you know, quickly fix myself. <laughs> like we need to be fixed. Yeah. Like you know that you're not broken. No. You know <laughs> that you don't need to fix anything for purely aesthetic reasons and and purely as a body transformation diet is so important absolutely and if you're struggling to know what you need from a nutritional point of view then absolutely book an appointment with an accredited dietitian get uh, get someone to have a look at what you're currently consuming and see whether there are some foods that we should be eating more of or eating less of and if you're worried that you're breastfeeding and you want to make sure that you're giving your brand new child the nutrition that they need then again get some good advice absolutely mm. but let's uh let's just try and remain focused in what the science tells us and yes. not what the tiktok celebrities tell us <laughs> is produced by me, Gab Burke, and music is by Hamish Camilleri. Thank you for listening and sharing our little pod. And again, please, if you can, share this episode on your stories so that other women can uh, check it out and have a listen too. Yes, we would really, really appreciate it. You can leave us a review and subscribe to our weekly newsletter at womenlikeyoupodcast.com. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gab. And I hope your foot feels better. Yeah, I hope your head's okay. Oh, yeah. Well, I should get biopsy results back this week and then we'll have a 
we'll have a plan of attack and uh, worst case scenario, I'll get myself some bangs cut so that you <laughs> can't see any little scars that are left once this uh, skin cancer has begone. That's, skin that's cancer hashtag, hashtag skin cancer begone. That one I can get on board with. <laughs> so good. I love you. I love you too. See you next week. Indeedy. Big name in the water.